He makes the deaf hear and the mute talk. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Is Jesus repulsed by your fleshiness? Is he disgusted by your crow's feet, ingrown toenails, varicose veins? Does he hold up his nose at the stink of you? No, Jesus doesn't do any of that. He would never do that to you. And here's the proof. He took on flesh and blood. Jesus has your eyes and nose, your ears and tongue, and your fingers. He is conceived of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, after all. Incarnate, enfleshed. And so Jesus did what only the God-made flesh can do. He took his fingers and put them into the deaf man's ears. He took his mouth, spit, and touched the man's tongue-tied tongue. Then Jesus turned his eyes toward heaven. He groaned and spoke a word. He said, Ephatha, which is Aramaic for be opened. The man couldn't hear, so Jesus said, be opened. The man couldn't speak either, so Jesus said, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened and his tongue was set loose. He didn't pull back from the deaf and dumb man, from flesh and blood. No, Jesus touched him. Jesus put his fingers in the man's ears. He spit and touched the man's tongue. Jesus doesn't pull back from you either. He sees you as you are, flesh and blood creatures that he created and he loves. He sees all your faults and false smiles, your flaws and your false ideas. He sees you just as you are and still gets down into the dirt to be your savior. He was beaten down into the dirt for you. He was beaten until he fell. Beaten until he groaned. Beaten until he sighed. And then he was lifted up out of the dirt so that they could drive nails into his hands and his feet. He has taken flesh, your flesh, unto himself. He has taken your sin into himself. He takes all your sickness, your diseases, even your death, onto himself. There's not a single fleshy sin that you can dig up for which he hasn't already died. There's no debt that you owe him that he hasn't already paid in the full. There's none of your sickness of body, of soul, and of mind for which he hasn't already suffered. There's no death for which he hasn't already died. He died for them all, and when they laid him to rest in the dirt, then he opened up the grave. He ephethed your grave. Jesus ordered every grave to be opened, even yours, already done, finished. This is the hope that you cling to, because you know that life gets rough. 
you get sick. Things don't go as you plan or as you want. Your eyes or ears or tongue or heart or mind, they don't work the way that you know God has designed them to work. You will someday die, and maybe even today. But that's impossible. (laughs) Ever since Jesus ephethed the grave for you, you won't stay dead because Jesus has already gotten that over with, and now there's only life for you. Jesus opened your ears and your mouth when he baptized you. He put his fingers into your ears, he spoke to you, and he washed your sins away. That's why in the early church, the pastor would put his fingers into the candidate's ears, the candidate for baptism, and he would repeat these same words you heard today, epitha, be opened. That really is the great baptismal confession of the church. When you are born, you can't hear, especially hear God's words. But when you were reborn by water and word, Jesus ephethed you. He opened your ears and he loosed your tongue. That's right, when you were born, you couldn't speak to God. You couldn't confess his holy name. But when you were reborn, Jesus ephethed you. He opened your ears and your mouth. He said to you, be opened. And now you confess, my Lord and my God. So you see that Jesus is as down-to-earth as it can get. There's no fleshy, mental, or soulful difference between Jesus and you. He's flesh and blood, just like you. He has eyes, just like you, ears, just like you, tongue, just like you, and a heart and a mind, just like you. And Jesus comes to you, flesh and blood, as concrete and as real as anybody else. He is living and breathing, active, not an abstract doctrine or a mere spiritual idea. He comes to you, he touches your ears with healing, as his voice causes the air to move and to vibrate your eardrums with the forgiveness of sins. He touches your tongue with his atoning flesh and blood healing you forever in body and in soul. So since he comes to you, (laughs) there's really no need for you to look and try to find God. (laughs) He's already here for you today, one with you, flesh and blood after all. He has ephethed you, opened your eyes to enjoy being in his presence for you to enjoy being human with all your faults and flaws and false ideas about how Jesus is disgusted with you. He's not. He's opened your ears to hear the truth from him. He's opened your tongue to praise and to thank him. He's opened your heart to fear, love, and trust in him above all things. He's also opened your heart to love those around you, whether you like them or don't like them. He's opened up all of you, actually, all of you to live and to move and to have your simple being with him today and always. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.